How are you doing? <laughs> Hope everyone's doing good. Um, this is going to be a very different episode. And I seem to say that quite a lot, but this is um, probably one, one in a blue moon type thing that we're about to do. Um, there's no movie today, simply because this is the 10th episode. And I, I'm dispensing away with the, the plan, the notes, the movie, any general idea or any semblance of um, order. Or concrete thinking for this episode. I wanted this to just be me uh, rambling away about stuff, stuff and things. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm very, very proud of what this podcast became and where it led to and what it achieved and what it did. Um, it started off as a movie review thing. Um, well, before that, I, I mentioned this many times, before that it was supposed to be a horror movie review podcast, and that changed very quickly, and that changed again, and then, you know, it took a while for the stone to... Oh, there's a carrot. <laughs> it took a while for the stone to start rolling, um, and now it's collected a lot of moss. Um, the good kind of moss, you know, yes. <laughs> already rambling um, and not making any sense but you know it's kind of hard to figure out where this kind of an episode is going to go because there's no beginning there's no middle and there's no end there's just me sitting here and just seeing what happens you know I think it's going to be a, a cool thing to see where we finish up from wherever the hell we are now um, but I was saying yeah I'm very very pleased with the, the podcast in general um, and I'm very, very, very appreciative of everyone who listens and um, for all the feedback I get. I know I did an episode very early on. I didn't know, like, at the start of a few episodes, I would talk about feedback and stuff and talk about, you know, I'd mention a few people and I'd call out a few people who um, responded to a movie or to an idea. But, um... I stopped doing that as well. <laughs> Not because people aren't giving feedback, there's still plenty of uh, stuff coming in. It's just that um, I just like the personal nature of, of the feedback, you know, just my own thing. Um, because, you know, there's no money in this, like there's no, uh, there's, there's no real um, monetary or material um, benefit for me to be doing this. This is just because I really enjoy it, because it's fun. Um, and I was also thinking as well um, that I've never been able to keep a diary so all of my thoughts just sort of like bounce around in my head and uh, when that happens sometimes it's kind of difficult to figure out where you stand or even to figure out what you believe in um, or what you're passionate about so I think for me this has been an excellent way of sort of um, finding myself in a way just sort of getting everything um, in verbal form and then I get to listen back to it even though I hate doing that but I have to to make sure the sound is okay and I get to hear what I am and who I am from almost like a third person point of view and there's very few um, opportunities to do that so I'm I'm, I'm guessing I'm saying that for me even though this doesn't pay uh, it, it does pay in another way 
Uh, although, fun story, I don't know if I mentioned this, um, I was uh, sent an email <laughs> a couple of weeks ago from this cat food company. <laughs> a cat food company based in the States who sent me an email and they were like, hey, listen, yeah, it'd be great if you could like, if we could sponsor you, um, if you're up for it. And I declined very early on for many reasons. First of all, it would make no sense for, for me to be, because like, this isn't a health, this isn't, okay. It's like a psychology podcast, but there's, it's not, it's not taking a well-being angle. I'm not giving advice to people on how to live their lives. Uh, or coming up with like holistic therapies or anything like this. So it like I couldn't even really be naturally sponsored by a human food company company, let alone a cat food company. But yeah, I was approached by this company and they're like, hey listen, uh, do you wanna do you want us to sponsor you? And I just flat out said no because there'd be no possible easy way for me to introduce that. Hey, hey everybody, welcome back to the uh, Movie Millennium Podcast. Today we're sponsored by Mittens, Kittens, Cat Food or whatever. I can't remember the name of them. And plus they were American, so it wouldn't really make sense for me to do that because, you know. <laughs> yeah, you because know, if you wanted to buy cat food from America, you'd have to wait for like a month for a tour or, what, or like to get here. Like your cat would be starved by then. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, that, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't want this to become a monetary thing. Um, because even though I enjoy it, I think if I had to change the way I do things and um, take time out to appreciate people who are sponsoring, that wouldn't really be my thing because I like to keep it the way it is. I think the way it's going and the way it works um, is just the best way that I think it could work. Uh, I'm not using the best equipment, I'm not using the best editing software, I'm not even using the best music, uh, but I think the content speaks for itself and I think the effort speaks for itself and it, a lot of effort does go into this and I think it really has paid off um, but then it, that, that being said you know without the listenership without you guys you little old chums uh, this wouldn't really work it wouldn't really um, just wouldn't be fun you know if I wanted to talk to myself I, well I do talk to myself so you know it's, it's nice when uh, you know other people get to tune in and to listen a lot of people sort of uh, had a lot of questions for me at the beginning, you know, because it appeared out of nowhere, you know. Suddenly people just uh, logged onto Instagram and then they opened it up and they scrolled down through all the posts and the stories and everything. And then they saw me and I was there saying, hey, everyone, I've started a podcast. Go check it out. And one by one, people started to trickle in. And then there was a big explosion of people who checked out the first episode, which was the Raging Bull one. I talked about toxic masculinity and... A lot of people really did enjoy that. A lot of people tell me it was their favorite one. And I was like, oh, nice one. <laughs> I peaked in the beginning and then sort of like, you know, plummeted. Movie Millennium stock is uh, steadily decreasing. No, but um, th I did enjoy making that. For me, th that was very um, fun, I must say, to do. Because, you know, I love boxing. I love Robert De Niro. I love the Scorsese films. But I think uh, just as a man... And just as someone who sees a lot of toxic masculinity, and of course toxic femininity as well, um, because humans are equally poor. 
uh, in character. Just as a man, I think it, it really spoke volumes to me um, because I've seen a lot of that kind of behavior, you know, I've seen toxic masculinity at its worst. And um, it was nice for me to start off strong and to just get the ball rolling and just straight out the door. Um, people who know me know that I have very little fear when giving my opinions, um, depending on the subject, I must say. But on things like um, things that I know, I know what it's like to be a man. I know what it's like to um, be around bad men. Um, topics like that, I have no qualms. If you disagree with me, you disagree with me. And hey, listen, I don't think there's such a thing as being right or wrong because there's just so much information in the world that it's um, it's arguable. <laughs> but that being said, you shouldn't ever feel um, scared or you shouldn't ever have the fear put into you to back away from things that most people would find touchy. And I definitely have done that because the first episode already kicked the door, <laughs> kicked the door in with uh, toxic masculinity. Um, I was worried of offending a few men with that because I think a lot of men would hear that. Men who are genuinely good fellas, um, good people, they would hear that and go, hey, well, listen, we're sick of like a small proportion of us giving us uh, a bad name. And, you know, at no point in that episode did I say all men were bad. I think I'd, I did say that it was a small proportion of men. Um, but I was worried that people would get offended. But luckily, nobody did. And, you know, a lot of people really liked that one. Um, the second one, then, I decided to play around and see... Um, to, you know, to really get, like, sort of, like, a, a long-term type of... Uh, discussion on human society and human behavior and love and artificial intelligence and all that and I did I do fully believe that AI will replace humans in most things including friendship and uh, interpersonal um, connection and love that, that, that's already happening so I do believe that um, yeah that was a really fun episode I really liked that a lot of people um, felt very uncomfortable with this idea of AI taking over but you know I think once they they listened to the episode and you know they sort of saw the uh, the pros and cons they they definitely felt more willing to talk about it and to discuss it and a lot of people did get back to me and you know they voiced their own opinions and you know and, and that for me just with the podcast that really is a great thing because um it can feel sometimes just with social media and how we're all sort of like lumped together into these different causes and different movements and different political views it can seem at times that we're just part of the the paint color if that makes sense we're all just part of the same um herd that we don't stick out in any way and i think for me the podcast was my way of uh sticking down my own flag um and it also gave me the opportunity to see everyone else um, as individuals because one by one most of you came forward with your own thoughts and feedback and opinions and really did set yourself apart from everyone else. Um, and I think that's very important because, you know, when we talk about, well, when we got to the third episode, I talked about fathers, but I also talked about the heritability um, of parenting a little bit and how oftentimes we raise our kids based off of how we were raised. Now, that's not true for everyone because sometimes you know, you go in a drastically different parenting route than how you were raised. Um, you know, I, that can be a good thing, that can be a bad thing. Uh, it is what it is. 
But when we talk about legacy and what we want to pass on, I think um, one thing that you could definitely do is pass on your honesty and pass on your fearlessness, you know, pass on your courage. Because um, going forward, one of my housemates is um, very heavily involved in climate change. They study that. And they were saying that um, climate change is just going to be such an issue going forward and that we're just going to have to adapt to it. So I think we need uh, courageous and honest and fearless um, new generations going on in, in the future and proceeding from here on out. Because, hey, otherwise we're screwed. <laughs> um and then the fourth episode, I'm trying to remember what it was. There, there, there have been nine episodes and already very, very hard to remember all of them. So fourth one, The Ethics of Murder, I think, with Blade Runner. I loved that movie, I must say. That really did um, speak to me, I feel. I don't know. <laughs> so far we haven't had like, uh, because like, you know, People sometimes wonder what my setup is like. Normally I have a laptop in front of me with like um, a handful of sentences or phrases or like sort of like notes, bullet points, just to keep me on point and to help remember all the, the thoughts I had and all the bits of research that I looked up and everything. But no, my laptop is fully closed. I'm just uh, here rambling on. So yeah, prepare for the awkward silences. But um, people also asked me, just taking a break from like the, we were in a chronological order there of all the episodes, but just taking a break from that, a lot of people um, wanted to, I, I think a lot of people doubted how long this would go on for us, including myself, I must say, I didn't think we'd get to the 10th episode. I was sort of, when this started, it was a very tough process getting all of this started. There was just a lot of um, steps that needed to be done and then a lot of learning because I'd never really recorded a podcast before. I'd never um, jumped through all those hoops of planning and recording and editing and uploading and waiting and finding a company and all that sort of stuff. It was very, very complicated, but it definitely paid off, I must say. Um, and I'm glad I did it. But a lot of people asked me... Um, how long I'd be able to keep this up and what were my expectations and I know I've said this before I had no expectations all I had really to go with was that I wanted it to be educational I wanted it to be fun and I wanted to inform and learn at the same time because just with the last episode we did on BDSM I knew nothing about that really very very little and that was an opportunity for me to learn about something and talk about something and um, talk about something that I feel not a lot of people have a lot of information on and uh, that was great and again I'm not afraid to talk about taboo subjects I was uncomfortable one or two uh, times because you know hey listen it's me talking on my own if there was like a face right in front of me I'd be okay but uh, <laughs> the the awkward the, the weirdness came from the fact that I was on my own but um, that's just another example of why you shouldn't be afraid to broach taboo subjects. And I'm glad I did it. Um, and my mother was listening and she didn't approve. But listen, you know, this podcast isn't about what people want to hear. It's about learning about things that we don't really know a whole bunch of, you know. So I, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah. Um, and then over time, the way it starts off is like, everybody reads the notification. Oh, Ilya has a podcast. And then everyone, I mean everybody, goes and checks it out. And then listens for a bit. And they get through the episode and they go, huh, that's cool. Podcasts aren't my thing, so I'm not going to listen anymore. Or they think, well, I'm not interested in this subject. I know nothing about it. Um, I'm just going to continue on my merry way. And then by the next episode, the listenership has trickled down to people who are still curious and still want to give the podcast a listen. And then going on from there, it sort of like builds up again. Um, And at first I was a little bit confused because by the second episode, the viewership had dropped and I was thinking, well, maybe people just don't like romance movies because the second episode was her. And I was like, well, you know, maybe I should just like, you know, start doing suggestions and stuff and you know take people uh just do a bunch of movies that people want me to do and then i did star wars and the viewer the listenership was more or less the same and you know at at first it was a little bit worrying because um i thought it would be a trend i thought each time it would drop and drop and drop until it got to zero uh but that didn't happen at all um it it did drop after the first but that's to be expected that happens with most people who are starting off um, and we've never dropped to a point where I feel, oh, this is like so little, you know, I don't like to talk numbers, but I must say the listenership has started off great, dropped to a point where it was still great. And it's just been rising slowly, but surely ever since. So I'm very, very happy. I'm very proud. Um, but that was a, a concern, a, a mild concern at the beginning. And then after that, I just didn't really care. Um, I was just happy to keep going the way it was going. If the listenership never increased, if it stayed where it is right now, I'd be absolutely happy to continue into the future. Because as I'm saying, this isn't um, a way for me to scrape the bottom of the barrel for attention. I'm not licking the the attention bowl clean here um, and I'm not getting paid. The only benefit this has for me is that it's fun. It's a way to pass the time and it's a way for me to collect my thoughts. Um, because even now, even though I'm talking and this is all stream of consciousness, when I listen back to all of this, I'm going to be like, huh, I didn't know I thought that. Or, huh, I'm glad I have that now because in, I don't know, a year's time or 10 years time or 20 years time, if Spotify is still around, I'll be able to listen back to all of these and I'll be able to almost see like, um, a time capsule version of myself and, be able to see how much I've changed because I think and this is coming from someone who's changed quite a lot in um over the past couple of years it can be a very refreshing thing to look back on yourself and see how different you were I think a lot of people look back some off well I think this is very common people look back and they go oh my gosh I can't believe I was like that you know I'm so glad I'm not like that anymore and for me that's definitely true you know, there was a lot of things I, I needed to work on and there was a lot of hoops I needed to jump through to get to where I am now and I'm very happy with where I am at now. Um, and I think going forward, that's always going to be true. I don't think I'm ever going to look back and say, gosh, I wish I could go back to that person. I wish I could be 20-year-old me again. Um, at least I hope I won't ever have to do that. But again, this podcast is a way for me to avoid getting to a point where I'm like... I don't know, 18 stone and like, you know, <laughs> unemployed and I don't know, very unhappy in life. And, you know, I, I think um, 
reflection is very important. Uh, I did a module last year as part of psychology called critical skills and a lot of thinking, a lot of um, what involves critical thinking is being able to take the information you have and reflect on it, not just to recall it or to revise it, but to actively question it and to engage with it and to personify it. If you can't do that, you fall victim into never fully questioning your beliefs. And unfortunately, the majority of us don't ever reach a point where we can do that. The majority of us uh, hold onto our beliefs like um, we're holding onto bags of cash. We don't want to let them go. And I think for one door to open, another door has to close. There's a favorite um, saying of mine that I came across when I was in second year of college. So it would have been last year. I came across it, I think it was in an episode of Criminal Minds. They normally start off the episode with like a very inspirational quote. My favorite saying of all time is, in order for us to ex, wait, hang on now. (laughs) I can't remember what it is. Give me a second. In to, okay. Sometimes we have to be willing to let go of the life we had in order to jump into the life that's waiting for us. Yeah, that's the that's the phrase. I thought I had uh, I thought I'd forgotten it, but no, that's what it is. In order for us to leave the life, no, we had. <laughs> I've already forgotten it. Um, see, this is why I need a laptop sometimes with a with a few sentences there because it helps. Um, but I think it's true, and I think it's true in all cases, not just like lifestyle changes but also um, just uh, expanding our peripheral view and how we perceive things and opening ourselves up to new possibilities and new ways of thinking. Um, In 2021, which is the year we are in at the moment, this is a year where it's blatantly obvious that some people, well, that most people, the majority of the world, are completely trapped in their own minds, completely trapped in their own thoughts, their beliefs, and they are unable to accept any other form of conflicting argument or contrary piece of information. I was um, just on the going back on um, the reminiscing. I was a guest on another podcast called the Actually Do You Know What podcast. I think I was about five or six episodes into the podcast at this point. So this would have been a month ago thereabouts. And on their podcast, they're far more political, um, Luke and Dean. And they talked a lot about echo chambers and the damage that that can do. Very interesting stuff. You should go check them out. Um, But I think it's very dangerous to fall victim of an echo of, of an echo chamber if you get locked into one way of thinking um, for an extended period of time and you slowly begin to isolate yourself from other people who disagree with you or other um, forms of media that contradicts what you believe you're effectively being brainwashed um, you see that a lot with terrorists you saw that during the 2010s and you know when isis was a big thing people who would have been highly educated and pretty intelligent and would have been you know come across as being well able to 
formulate their own arguments and their own sense of right and wrong were being brainwashed to join organizations that were beheading innocent people and that were causing a huge amount of damage simply because they were isolated and constantly fed one form of um i guess like one argument one point of view and look how damaging that was and it's happening again not not with terrorists obviously but just on a societal level um the divide between people is becoming more and more and more and more pronounced and that's only going to end in tremendous disaster so that'll be fun so i guess another way of avoiding that is to start your own podcast where you listen back over your thoughts and you do a lot of research and you talk about things that you may necess- may not necessarily have ever really thought about or wanted to t- to talk about and you just go and do it because listen it doesn't matter if you're wrong um for one of the uh episodes i did i think it was the goodwill hunting episode i was talking about uh neurodiversity and savantism and high intelligence and you know the the pitfalls of all of those things and i'd mentioned um Asperger's syndrome and someone got back to me and they said that well hey listen on the on the topic of like you know neurodiversity uh technically you shouldn't have said that because you know autism is a spectrum and it would incorporate that so you know in order to remove stigma and just to be more inclusive you don't you shouldn't you shouldn't say that and you know that's a very valid point um i didn't know that um am i going to block that person absolutely not um <laughs> they're very close to me so i'm not going to be doing that um but i didn't make a big song and dance about it in the next episode i don't think i even mentioned it because you know it's just something that i'm just you know going to think about and reflect on and accept and hey listen you you can't be throwing tantrums when people disagree with you because part of being an adult or well i don't really think adults exist because i am one and i'm you know i see a lot of childish 40 year olds out there but part of being what an adult should be is being able to just take it on the chin you know whenever you're wrong you're wrong and when you're right you're right and hey sometimes the line between right and wrong is just so blurry that there's no way to discern one from the other but when you're wrong you're wrong and you should own up to it admit it and then move on like why you so a lot of people truly fear being wrong a lot of people um are very shy and timid and they don't give their own opinions and views because they don't want someone to come along and say hey listen i have a piece of information here that proves you're wrong because you know they feel that it's a bad thing to be wrong a lot of people are raised by their stupid parents to always be right and to be perfect you know and that I in my opinion leads to some very very um negative outcomes in the future where failure or being wrong just causes an intense amount of discomfort and pain and anxiety and nervousness and fear and panic where people think to themselves hey listen let's do to avoid being wrong let's just not participate and you know that's no good because we need every voice not just one voice we need every voice um 
and that's another reason why I wanted this podcast to be interactive and that's why I left the the DMs open on my own personal Instagram and also on the podcast Instagram where people could get back to me and so far a lot of people have pretty much been in agreement with me um, and a lot of people have been inspired by certain topics to do more research even deeper than I did which to be honest with you wasn't very deep for any of them <laughs> it was pretty deep but not you know I'm not reading books and books I'm just reading a couple of articles and then thinking about it and trying to find other con- conflicting um, articles and then just putting it all together you know that's how it works I'm not um, I'm not doing a PhD on any of these topics or anything but uh, yeah a lot of people do their own research and they become more informed and I think it makes makes someone more interesting when they have a lot of knowledge on something or even a little bit of knowledge on a lot of things you know um, Bruce Lee had this saying something like um, never fear someone who's practiced a thousand kicks once uh, fear the person who has practiced one kick a thousand times now if you want to translate and translate that into what I'm talking about either way works you can learn a lot about one thing or learn a little bit about a lot of things either way knowledge is knowledge information is information and the more information you have um, I think the better off you'll be just as a person if you just want to be uh, social having something to say is always great it's always a great way um, to make friends and to be interesting and to be entertaining um, there was this scientist that I was reading about, Richard Feynman, one of the greatest scientists of of all time, of, you know, modern day, um, working with a lot of science that 99% of the population probably wouldn't be able to keep up with simply because it's at such a high level. I studied maths in uh, first year in college, you know, which would have been pretty high end com- compared to uh, what a lot of people do. But absolutely basic compared to the stuff that he was doing but despite all of that he always kept his humility he was always very approachable very nice and just an amazing teacher and what makes an amazing teacher is having such a a good understanding of the knowledge you have that you can dumb it down for everyone else who may not understand it at all and at the time he was around a couple of decades ago um, people's knowledge of science just on a general level because information wasn't as easily accessible as it is today uh, a lot of what he was doing you know dumbing it down for the rest of us um, was making people far more interested in the world around them and in science than they'd ever been and um, you know even though he was making a lot of contributions to science I think possibly one of the greatest contributions you can do in any field is making it more accessible to people. I started playing chess um, pretty seriously about eight or nine months ago. I started because uh, on the internet on, and on YouTube and on another streaming platform called Twitch, uh, streamers and YouTubers and very influential people had started playing chess all of a sudden um, on a very like basic level. Um, you can imagine like, you know, just your average like YouTuber playing chess they're not going to be like masters or anything so it was very easy for people to follow and very people very easy for people to understand 
and it just took off and I was seeing this take off and I was like you know what I'm gonna take it up myself and it became a daily thing like I'm, I'm doing chess puzzles every day and I'm playing people every day I'm seeing a huge improvement but uh, if that hadn't happened if it weren't for very qualified and very um, successful chess masters and chess grandmasters who are making um, the game so entertaining and so fun and just really cool like chess isn't a nerds game anymore yeah it used to be sort of like a geeky thing but chess is such a cool game and if you can play it you're a badass <laughs> but i think that you know the best thing that had ever happened to the chess community happened within a year or two um just getting the word out and just making it accessible and fun and getting it to a, a bigger audience I know Pythagoras, um, <laughs> a little bit of a tangent here, Pythagoras um, was a very intelligent guy, brilliant mathematician, but I'm pretty sure he kept most of his work like secret, it was like a secret society of him and his students, and they used to do a lot of um, work on maths and trigonometry and geometry and all that sort of stuff, but I'm pretty sure they kept it secret and that it was slowly released and leaked and discovered over the years and over the decades, which are what good is that? You know, if you've got knowledge, you should share it because, uh, you know, what favors are you doing yourself or anybody else if you hide it? You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just me. If you have like information on something or if you think you're an expert on something or if you're passionate about something, you should find your own medium to release that and to share it with others. And for me, I really love talking about behavior and people. Um, and this is my medium through a podcast. I could have chosen to do a blog or to set up an Instagram account or a YouTube channel or anything else, but I decided to do a podcast and that's just me. Um, so I just wanted to say that I guess like this, had, this is just me <laughs> sitting down talking. Uh, I just wanted to say that I'm really appreciative that I get to share my thoughts with other people um at the very least you know there are plenty of you who are listening um and even if the listenership just i woke up one day and i don't know nobody wanted to listen to podcasts anymore if it, if the day comes where listening to podcasts isn't cool and and nobody's um listening to me or paying any attention to me at least i'll have these 10 episodes of me talking and me believing in something and being passionate about something and being informed on something. At least that'll inspire me in future years to keep doing what I'm doing or to do it better. So I just wanted to say such a huge thank you for the support and for allowing me to, to do that. It's helped me in a lot of ways that you'll probably never know. So thanks very much. Going forward, um, I was very busy this week, so I didn't really have time to watch anything. Um, I've been working harder than convicts breaking rocks at dawn. That's how hard I work. <laughs> um, I didn't have time to pick a movie this week, but next week I'll think of something. If you have a suggestion, kick it in, because we haven't done a suggestion in a while. Um, so yeah. Thanks very much. I'm going to finish here. So I'll see you next week. 
Alrighty, take it easy.